Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own rebel energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Welcome back, Rebel Energy listeners. So, so excited to have you guys here with me again for another amazing episode. So today, I'm going to be chatting with you about money mindset. And I know for some of you that may be new to the VA world, you're like, oh my gosh, Jade, seriously. And I feel like too, certain words or phrases almost have like a stigma to it because it's it's so important, but it becomes like overused. So like be your authentic self. Yes, that's super important. But I feel like people almost have like this gate up, right, about it because they hear it over and over and over. But here I am again talking about the importance of money mindset. Guys, I, when I first started as a virtual assistant, I literally thought that I, I was big into personal development, but I would say mindset, maybe not so much. I really thought it was super duper woo-woo. And I'm the type of person too where okay, you want something, work hard for it. And what I've learned in this entrepreneur world is that you can work so hard at something, but if your mindset is not in the right spot where it should be, you're not going to get to where you want to be, period. It isn't just about working you know, so many hours or working super hard or wanting it so bad. It actually has a ton to do with the mindset. So I'm going to share my top three favorite money mindset books for you guys to delve into, and then I want to get more into our topic after that. So Happy Pocket Full of Money, oh my goodness, life-changing. If you are currently like, this is stupid, this is too woo-woo, this is bullshit, highly suggest that because they actually talk about the scientific backing of why money mindset is so important, um, especially in your business. Not only that, but the way that you look at it in your life. Second book is You Are a Badass at Making Money. Um, if you guys have been listeners for a while, you guys have listened to season one, you know why that book will always have a special place in my heart. That was definitely the very first sign that I had that I needed to go and invest and why I made that first payment to my virtual assistant coach as well. Uh, So that's a really good book, I think, for beginners and kind of easing yourself into the mindset. Book number three is Get Rich Lucky Bitch. Honestly, that, I don't know, guys, those are my top three. I don't think I can pick a favorite one, but I will say Get Rich Lucky Bitch. I've listened to it about three or four times in the last two and a half years. It's freaking amazing. She's so relatable and it also really makes you look at our society and the way that we are programmed to think about money and also to why people, if we do make money, the guilt around that and why people think like we're, we're bitches, right? If we make too much money or we talk about how much money that we make. Yeah. So those three books, freaking amazing. Definitely highly recommend all of those. If you are ready to have rebel energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basictobookedout.com to get started. 
Now, let's dig in a little bit deeper about today's topic. So one saying that I hear all the time, and I freaking hate it, and honestly, I used to say it as well too as a new virtual assistant coach. I didn't understand what it actually meant, and that is charge your worth. And to be totally honest, I don't even remember who the coach was or exactly what they said, but they broke it down. And I realized that our worth as human beings, we cannot put a dollar amount on it. We just can't. As you guys know, one of my favorite shows, Sex in the City, okay, Charlotte, she is getting married and to a very, very wealthy, rich family. And they were talking about her her worth. And I think it was like in the prenuptial agreement, right, before she married this rich guy. And she's like, I'm worth, you know, what is it, like 1 million or 1.5 million or something like that. And that, every time I watch that now, even, because guys, I watched Sex and the City over and over like at least twice a year <laughs> since I was like 18. But at first, you know, the first few times, the first few years, I didn't see anything wrong with that. And now, because I... I connect it with charge your worth, it makes me sick to my stomach because there should be no value in dollar amount. And some of you might be like, oh my God, Jade, seriously, you're taking it too literally. Why does it even matter? Blah, 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 blah. No, it does matter. And these underlying pre-programmed thoughts that we have about ourselves and our worth and what we should be charging are so important. For example, when I was a new virtual assistant, um, I'm from a very small town. And so me, you know, at my corporate job, this was in 2017 when I got hired on, 2016, 2017 when I worked there, I was making $16.83 an hour. So obviously, even back then, that was pretty low, right? But it was my first, you know, big girl job with benefits. I worked in politics before that, guys. I made pretty good money in politics, but no benefits, okay? Uh, working with politicians, you don't get benefits. So I was so excited about this. And then when I started my virtual assistant business, went out on my own, I was like, okay, well, I'm so lucky to be able to work from home that I'm just going to go ahead and make it an even 15. Like, we'll just round down. I'll be saving on gas. And that was my mindset for charging $15 an hour. And that was okay back then when I was trying to work with local people, right? And the life-changing moment that I had was when I hired my virtual assistant coach. And she's like, how long have you been working as a virtual assistant for? Like, what do you do? And so I'm telling her all these different things and all these different skills and, you know, my background. And she's like, looked at me on Zoom and she said, you should be charging at least $35 an hour. Okay, guys, that's $20 more an hour. I remember like my jaw just dropping to the floor. Like, holy shit, excuse me? Like 30, I remember just saying 35, <laughs> like seriously? And I was so upset that I had been undercharging that entire time. And not even my hourly rate, but even my packages. I was allowing my clients to dictate. So one of my local clients was a jewelry store locally. And he was like, I only need you for like five hours a month at $15 an hour. Oh, okay. Right. Happy, eager, new virtual assistant, Jade, people pleaser. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. Sounds great. Paid me after the work was done. 
And working with my coach, I realized too, that that's not how it needed to be. I was so empowered working with her. And so now what I tell my Rock Salt Academy clients, which I do not say charge your worth, I say you need to be charging the amount that is equal to the value that you are giving your clients. So one of my biggest freaking pet peeves, you guys, oh my gosh, this pisses me off, is when I'm talking to a virtual assistant in the DMs. And they're like, well, I usually charge $30 an hour, but, you know, this client only has me doing some spreadsheet work. Like, I watch Gilmore Girls in the background, so, like, I'm just charging her, like, you know, $15 an hour. No, because here's the thing. You have a much wider skill set, obviously, for charging $30 an hour, correct? They chose the task they want to give you. If they want to give you something that to do where you can be watching freaking, you know, pretty little liars in the background, that's on them, right? That's not on you. Why are you devaluing yourself? Because you have, let's say, two years of prior virtual assistant experience. And so not only that, okay, you may be thinking I'm doing them a favor too, right? Well, I, I just, I don't feel right when it's like so easy, it doesn't freaking matter. They hired you to do something. And even if it is easy to you, if they go hire a virtual assistant that's going to do it for like five bucks an hour, right? You've got that attention to detail. You've got the experience. It doesn't freaking matter. They could have you do something harder. They chose that task for you. You need to be charging the value that you are giving them based on your previous experience. Now, when I started to work with my VA coach, all right? I was so scared. Again, guys, money mindset. <laughs> so freaking scared to get rid of those two clients at $15 an hour. All right, I ended up getting one, kept the jewelry store for a little bit. And guess what ended up happening as I got two, three more clients on at $35 an hour? That client, that, that local one that I was charging 15, they fell on the back burner. I wasn't paying as much attention. Um, I, I, you know, obviously subconsciously was putting those other clients that were paying me more up front and doing better quality work. And I didn't do it on purpose. I like that other client that was, you know, paying me $15 an hour. But what I realized was like subconsciously, we are going to care more for the clients that are paying us what is worth our value and our experience. So I was actually doing that client a disservice. And not only that, but I would get so annoyed and angry. Again, I was professional, but anytime they would like ask me to do so, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is not worth my time. My mindset had shifted to, oh my gosh, I'm a people pleaser. I'm so excited about doing five hours of, of work with you a month. And then I had other people that were paying me, you know, for my 10 hour week package at $35 an hour, $1,400 a month. Okay, $75 versus $1,400, right? Obviously, I'm going to be doing a better, more high-level work. And so I was doing that client a disservice. And not only that, but that was a huge jump. So, of course, I said, hey, you know, there's no easing into it. Like, in order to get them up to – by the time they got up to $35, even if they could technically afford it, right – then I would be paying my other clients to start off at 35. They'd be paying me like 55 an hour, right? 
and I was already booked out with my clients at 35. I was basically just doing him a favor by keeping him on. And I was so annoyed by having them as a client. So I went to him and I was like, hey, this is what my other clients are, are paying me. You either can hop on this package, which again, my lowest package at that time at $35 an hour was $700 a month. You can either, either pay me $700 a month, which remember they're paying me 75 or we can't continue to work together. And he's like, well, I, I can't pay you that. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I have to let you go. Let's just, again, it's not worth my time. All right? So if you are currently sitting there, you know, charging one client $20 an hour and you've got other people paying you $40 an hour, I want you to love and release. It's okay to let a non-ideal client go, even if they're within your niche. If they can't afford your packages and your pricing and see the value that you're bringing to your business, you also need to be empowered and love and release that client. As many of you may know, my fiance quit his nine to five last year and this is his first full year owning a landscape business and doing it full time. So obviously as a brand new full-time business owner, he's learned a lot of lessons this year. And it was so crazy like watching the things that he was struggling with or going through because a lot of it <laughs> was what I went through and struggled with, even though we have two completely different businesses, right? Like he's outside doing physical labor. I'm inside in the AC behind a computer. I know. <laughs> but even though they're totally different, we still had the same mindset stuff. It was literally Jade as a brand new VA coach like two years before, okay? So watching him go through, obviously I had some tips and feedback and all that good stuff. But one thing that he really, really struggled with was charging enough money. And so, you know, a few weeks in, we realized, okay, you're not really making that much profit. But he was so busy working. And a lot of you listening right now are going to be like, holy shit, that is me right now, my virtual assistant business. So he was undercharging. And so, yeah, it was amazing, right? I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I, I don't know anything about this business, okay? Like what to charge or anything like that. Um, but I was like, holy cow, like you're getting so many new clients, you know, every single week. But what I quickly learned was he was working all the time. He wasn't bringing in that much income after overhead. Now, remember guys, I, for what I make, I, I don't have that much overhead. Obviously owning a landscape business, there's material, you know, paying team members, all that good stuff. So he was not charging enough. He was obviously covering his overhead, right? But you obviously want to make a profit, especially when you're outside doing physical labor in the heat in Iowa and humidity. And what I told him was, hey, look at it this way. Yeah, you, you've, let, let's just pretend you've got 10 clients coming in for June. But once it's all said and done, you're only making $2,000 overhead, right? And not only that, but maybe your clients are getting pissed because you're taking forever to get this job wrapped up, whatever, whatever. Would you rather have 10 clients who maybe aren't as happy as they could be and you're not making as much money versus you only having four clients for the month of June, but you're making, let's say, $5,000 profit, and because you're getting the jobs done a lot quicker, because you don't have as many clients, they're actually giving you more referrals. And when I broke it down for him like that, he's like, holy cow, like, that's 100% right. And guess what, you guys? He started to charge more, and he got in with a really good 
family in our town <laughs> that's really well known. They make really good money themselves, and it's been referral after referral after referral with these people. And they're very happy. He's getting the job done a lot quicker. He's actually got less clients. And so when you switch your mindset from, okay, I'll work with everybody, right? Or, oh, I'm going to underprice so I get more clients versus I know that I need to be making X amount of profit per month. I'm not doing that currently. So I'm just going to go ahead, raise my rates, weed out the people that really can't afford me. And that's okay. There's probably, a, you know, another brand new baby landscaper out there that probably doesn't have. And here's the other thing, guys. He's got 10 years of experience in what he is doing. So naturally, he should be charging more than maybe, you know, a new 18, 19, 20-year-old who doesn't have as much experience. And just like in the online space, that 20-year-old is going to attract more ideal clients for him, right? Where maybe his retaining wall is a little bit lopsided, whereas my fiance has got 10 years of experience and makes some really badass retaining walls that are going to last 20 years, right? Same thing as a new virtual assistant. Now, keep in mind, just because you're a new virtual assistant doesn't mean you don't have any experience. So one thing that I hear all the time from my new clients in Rock Salt Academy is, well, I've got like 10 years of admin skills, but I've never worked as a virtual assistant. What if someone asks if I'm brand new? You would say, hey, Megan, thanks so much for inquiring. Um, yes, I actually just launched my virtual assistant business about 10 months ago. However, I have eight years of admin experience in doing X, Y, and Z. So there's a specific way that you can word it of, well, I just started my own business, right? Like, so for, again, even my fiance as an example, instead of going out and saying, oh yeah, I'm brand spanking new to landscaping, just because he started his own landscaping business. No, he worked for a landscaping company for years before he went out on his own. So why wouldn't you just say, yeah, I have 10 years of landscaping experience, but I just decided last year to go out on my own. It's the same thing as a virtual assistant, guys. So Quit underestimating yourself, quit underpaying yourself, and really know the value that you have to offer your ideal client. Everyone on this podcast, guys, I want you to go raise your rates, <laughs> unless you just recently did, restructure your packages, and remember that if you're talking to your ideal client, right, just because they fall into the niche, so like let's say you work with fitness coaches, right? Yes, that's technically within your niche, but if they can't afford your smallest monthly package, which is $500, that is not your idle client because your idle client is going to be able to afford to pay you what you're charging. And if they can't, don't worry about them. There are literally thousands of other virtual assistants that can go and take them on at $15 an hour, but it doesn't have to be you. So go out there with that empowered mindset, raise your prices if you need to, restructure, maybe even say, hey, I'm not taking on any client that doesn't need a minimum of 20 hours per month, which is what I tell my RSA clients, okay? So you guys are freaking amazing. You're badasses. You are worthy, and I will see you on the next episode of Rebel Energy. I hope that you enjoyed today's show, and if you did, then please hit subscribe. And remember, you are amazing, you are worthy, and you are capable. 
Until next time, Rebels.